Welcome to my monthly hot topic on a timely issue in the volunteer field. I'm Susan Ellis, president of Energize Incorporated. Do you stick your neck out when advocating for volunteers? Decades ago, in my first job as a director of volunteer resources, a colleague gave me a poster. A bit battered for wear, it's still on display in a back area of the Energize website where I see it every day. It's a turtle, under which the words say, Behold the turtle! He makes progress only when he sticks his neck out. The sentiment that sticking one's head out is the only sure path to progress is one that I completely believe, personally and professionally. Yet I must admit that more often than not, leaders of volunteers are bent on avoiding risk as if it is always a bad or dangerous thing. We need to examine our caution as carefully as we envision potential nightmare scenarios. Risk management is a huge topic in all organizations for many reasons. When the issues are genuinely the protection of clientele, adhering to law, or long-term viability of the services provided, it's completely legitimate to say no to a proposal. But when the primary reason for not doing something is fear of possible repercussions, someone needs to challenge the likelihood of a problem developing. There are risks in everything we do, from getting out of bed in the morning to going bungee jumping. Clearly, we each decide where to draw the line between acceptable low percentage of a problem and a high probability of a problem, though a lot of people go bungee jumping anyway. One of our jobs as leaders of volunteers is to anticipate and diffuse resistance to a proposed volunteer role or activity, whether from executives, line staff, or even volunteers themselves. Is the negativity a reaction to the activity itself or to disbelief that volunteers might be successful at it? Is it assumed that volunteers are inherently more risky than employees? Why? We need to do our homework and come prepared with information such as, how did this proposed new activity evolve? Is there agreement that the needs addressed are real? What is the risk of not doing this service since it is truly needed? Is there anyone else, anywhere, already doing this with volunteers successfully? What are possible risks? How likely are they to occur? How will you recruit, screen, train, and support volunteers in this effort? An action plan that starts with a small contained pilot project to be assessed in X months and expanded as achievements are seen. Without forging into new areas of service, volunteer efforts will move in a circle that over time is less and less relevant to the evolving needs of clients and changes in the world around us. Trying something new means progress. Here's an effective way of getting past negative reactions to a proposal. You can do this with a group of people or even alone at your desk. Here are the steps. First, identify the issue or activity that you are considering taking action on. Answer the sorts of questions I just described above to make sure your idea is clear and on target. Next, brainstorm a list of all the possible outcomes of implementing this idea. Be sure to include at least a few that are the opposite of your initial reaction. In other words, if everyone thinks this is a scary or impossible idea, let them voice the worst-case scenario outcomes, but also make them consider what good might come out of this action. Three, from this list, select the top three to five that you feel are the most probable outcomes, making sure that at least one of these is opposite, good or bad, to the others. Now, most planning processes stop at this point, but you have not yet gone far enough. 
Now, taking each top possible outcome in turn, assume that it indeed happens as you hope or fear. Now go to the succeeding level. So step four is, for each selected initial outcome, brainstorm all of the possible outcomes of that. Again, making sure to consider both positive and negative situations. The value of going to the second tier of reasoning is that some actions look wonderful at first glance, but wind up moving you into problems down the road. And actions that initially seem risk-laden turn out to be temporary transition challenges that actually lead to many more positive results in the long term. If you like what you see in the second tier, it may be worth dealing with or managing the risks of the initial action to ultimately end up in a better situation. The issue of sticking our necks out is not limited to volunteer management in our organizations. It has a direct effect on strengthening our profession, too. Right this moment, we are in a disheartening time of crumbling infrastructure, those national and local organizations dedicated to increasing volunteering in many countries. Too many professional associations of volunteer resources managers are struggling to get member participation. There are always a few colleagues willing to challenge what's going on or to innovate new ideas to stick their necks out. They run into the brick wall of turtles staying inside their shells. When challenged to join in the attempt to improve, excuses abound. Most common are no time, no money, fear of backlash from their employers, not knowing what to do or how to do it. If we could apply the process I just described, we would find that a high percentage of our colleagues are simply not interested in working on behalf of a profession which they do not expect to pursue. To them, this is a job, not a career. It's a stepping stone to something they really want instead. But for those who do care and want to see things change, dig deeper into the resistance to action. Perhaps the activity will end up making things easier for all participants by sharing certain tasks each person is now doing alone. Might an interim plan to spend or borrow money lead to an event that pays it back and brings in far more funds for future activities? Would recognition as an effective association leader bring increased respect from executives who have not fully realized the competence of their employee? Wouldn't it be great for the long term if gaining the expertise and abilities needed to do the planned activity became part of each participant's new skill set from now on? So don't jump to conclusions based on first reactions to an idea. Think it through and look to the second tier outcomes. And please stick your neck out when something matters to you. This hot topic is also available in written format on our website, where you're welcome to come and post a response as well as read the comments of other site visitors. Go to www.energizeinc.com. Or you can respond to this hot topic simply by sending an email to webmaster at energizeinc.com. At our website, you will also find an archive of hot topics from almost 20 years, as well as over 1,200 pages of free information for leaders of volunteers. Thank you so much for listening today.